My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news coming to you live from the Intercontinental Hotel in Miami. And yes, this is an unusual hour uh, for the show, folks, uh, because I have to be actually at my check-in time at the Norwegian Joy this morning is 11 o'clock. So couldn't very well do the show as I'm supposed to be uh, checking in. Uh, Today is May Day, of course. So happy May Day to all of you guys. If you're listening via the podcast, you're always welcome. You can access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcasts from, just search for travel and cruise industry news, and up pops the fat travel guy. If you're listening to the podcast and ever want to hop over and see uh, video clips or uh, something that I'm showing on that day's show, there's always a uh, link in the description of the podcast. So you can jump over and access the video feed. Do have a couple of things I want to go over this morning before I get to the news. And yeah, of course, the news is primarily weather related today. Uh, I can't remember, folks, if I did this or not. Um, last week. But uh, this, of course, is the lovely Elizabeth. Uh, down in uh, Cozumel, and that would be Elizabeth uh, with Cindy, uh, with an adult beverage, of course. Uh, They had lunch together, and that's uh, a little bit of the food that was uh, around the table there, and that's Nick. So, and one thing that I pointed out before, and I think I might have said this before, this was the picture that I showed of Nick at the uh, Pig and Anchor 
And I said, what the hell is that a banana doing on that plate? Well, of course, that's a big order of ribs. That's not a banana. That's an ear of corn. Corn on the cob. So, that was uh, my total screw-up. And let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, that would be uh, Hot Air Tom's uh, Cindy. And that would be Hot Air Tom. Whoops, where'd Katie's picture go? Hang on, got to get Katie in this in this equation. Uh, that would be Katie right there, and it's uh, loading. And Katie, uh, they got together and had lunch uh, last week at Gators in Port Canaveral, and a fine time was had by all, of course. All right, today's lead story, folks, has to deal with weather. And I I debated on how to handle it this morning because am I talking about how my day went yesterday uh, doesn't in any way take away from what happened to lots of other folks. So... I don't want you to get the impression that I'm saying I had it worse than anybody else. Here's the bare facts of the situation, folks. Roughly 20,000 people are scheduled to sail out of Miami today. Another 6,000 are scheduled to sail out of Fort Lauderdale today. The majority of those were trying to travel yesterday to get, you know, most of us traveled the day before a cruise just in case something like happened yesterday happens. Now, that's not to mention folks that run the risk of flying in on the day of a cruise, the guys that were scheduled to sail yesterday. And this doesn't take into account people flying into Florida from going to sail out of Port Canaveral or Tampa or, you know, Jacksonville, any of the other ports. But a line of severe weather, and I'm talking about from the southern tip of Florida all the way up the East Coast, including several uh, hurricanes, I mean, not hurricanes, tornadoes. Uh, That's one in West Palm right near uh, Bonnie up in Virginia Beach, right near Virginia Beach was another one. And there was some 100 houses were destroyed or damaged uh, from that. But here's the way my day went yesterday, guys. My day started, uh, I left the house at 1 a.m. So my day started before that, you know. The last thing I do is pack up my computer stuff and my meds and all that business and my carry-on. Everything else was done. But I still have to do that in the morning. I left the house just a few minutes before 1 a.m. I drove to Richmond. Now, I had a little rain on the drive over, but not bad. It was a lot of misty kind of crappy stuff. But still, it was a, a pretty decent drive to Richmond. I actually got there over an hour early from my projected time, but I checked in with the the car park 
where I'm parking my car and and got uh, the, my shuttle over to uh, to the airport to American. And remember, folks, I'm also trying something new. I'm traveling uh, via my new uh, wheelchair and handling luggage and my carry-on bag and all that with the wheelchair. So there were some unknowns, so I didn't mind having a little extra time. So I got to, got to American Airlines and checked in. Everything was fine. Went through the TSA business, just look at split. Of course, they have to do, they have to check more things than normal uh, when I'm being pushed in a wheelchair with the electronic wheelchair because they got to make sure it's, you know, it's not a bomb or anything. Uh, and that's okay. I don't, I don't mind what you have to do with TSA. But I got through all that and I still had, no, I don't know, two hours to spare before the flight. Flight was due, I believe the, the uh, liftoff was 6.20, something like that. So the one, the one fault I have with Richmond Airport is they were very slow in getting any of the facilities open to service the early morning folks. And the ones that did get open had humongously long lines. I was able to finally get a Diet Coke, but couldn't get any food because I, I didn't want to put up in the long line. But anyway, uh, about 5.30 or so, uh, 5.45 maybe, I'm not even sure what time, they started loading the plane. Now, of course, to being, you know, disabled and on the wheelchair, that they, I'm one of the first ones that goes in. Unfortunately, on this particular plane, my seat was in the, right in the middle of the plane. So I had a pretty hefty walk to get to my seat. And that was also the first time that on the fly, I had to get the uh, wheelchair ready for to be stowed in uh, luggage, which means I have to take the batteries out, and they're new and they're difficult to deal with. Against eventually that'll break in. I mean, I, get, I, I got them out, okay, but it's just a little tough and aggravating, and I have to take the joystick off to protect that. And I had brought a bag to put all that in. Uh, I'm didn't count on how long those damn batteries are so that I've got to come up with a better a better thing for stowing the batteries on airplanes but the uh, the stewardess says oh, do you do you need these at your seat and I said no she said can we put them right here in the in the, the closet I said sure I don't want to mess with them so they kept put the batteries and stuff in, the, in their storage thing there where the stewardesses sit. So I made it on back to the seat and then they, of course they're, they're loading the plane. And it was a full plane. Completely sold out aircraft. So that takes a while and finally yes, 
you know, 20 after six, maybe 25 after six. Uh, they pull out from the gate, and we head out on the runway, and we sit. And we sit. <laughs> we sit. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so, finally, the first announcement from the pilot was, sorry, folks. But right now, the Miami airport is shut down due to severe weather. And we have to wait until we can get back in line. Now, remember, folks, their planes from all over the country are flying into Miami early morning. Yeah, that's that's busiest part of the day. So finally, a little while later, the pilot comes back on and says, well, uh, instead of sitting out here on the runway, but now we've been out there for an hour and a half or something. <clears throat> he said, we're going to go back into the, to the gate. If you want to get off the plane, you have to take all of your belongings. Because if something should happen, the flight gets canceled or whatever, you can't get back on the plane to get your stuff. If you don't want to get off the plane and deal with that, you're more than welcome to sit just sit on the plane. Well, I opted for that. So I ended up sitting on the plane. We were uh, a little over four hours before we finally took off. Uh, in the meantime, the weather in Richmond was horrible. Um, with tornadoes you know up and down the coast as well it was certainly a bumpy flight let's say that to be nice about it uh, mid-flight pilot comes back on and again folks i'm not fussing about american they did everything possible to make this palatable for everybody uh the pilot comes back on and says well they've rerouted us folks uh we're gonna we're it's gonna be another 20 to 30 minutes before we arrive in miami but the good side of it is they're sending us out to the west side of florida and we should be in much smoother air well none of us were upset about that so at least uh the middle part of the flight while we were out you know on the west side of florida it was a little smoother and we were able to get out of our seats and so forth. So the bottom line, uh, I didn't arrive in Miami until like 2.30. And then, of course, I had to go through the whole luggage routine. Miami is not the quickest airport around to deal with. But I got my, my suitcase and I, I have, you know, I can strap my carry-on on top of the suitcase and push the two with while I'm in the chair. Because i got one hand that's got to be on the joystick. That leaves me a, a hand free. So I actually got pretty good with that. So I made my way out to the Uber station. And I called up an Uber. And it was, I don't know, 10 minutes or something. 
till the Uber picked the Uber driver picked me up. Well, when I finally got to the Intercontinental, I was number one stressed and number two starving. I had not had anything to eat all day. So I checked in, my room wasn't ready, which you know, I'm not that's not surprising. Um, but I went, to, I just went to the restaurant there. And of course, it was a bar. I had a couple adult beverages. They gave me three free adult beverages. I didn't argue about that. But I had a couple of them then, and I had a, oh man, I had a yummy burger. I didn't want anything fancier than that, just food. But this was really good. It was, um, what did they call it? Something like a taco, not a taco burger, but um, I don't know. It had a a uh, Spanish slash Mexican slant to the name of the burger, but it had guacamole and it had a a really spicy sauce on it. It was and it was beautiful burger. Ah, a lovely slice of tomato, bacon. That must have been six strips or strips of bacon on it. It was a good burger. So <clears throat> when I finally got in my room, I got up here about four o'clock and then I was waiting for my luggage to come up from the concierge because I still had hopes of maybe going out and doing something and fell asleep. Just flat out fell asleep. So it was actually six o'clock before my luggage got up. I don't know if they'd forgotten about it or what, uh, but the, the luggage finally came. I got up and roused around a little bit, but by then there was just no way I was going to go out, <laughs> you know, in Miami. Uh, so I ended up going to bed and I did. I was in bed by eight o'clock last night. So the bottom line of this, folks, is that, number one, you need to always travel the day before a cruise. And I don't mean this to sound like this was something special that I went through yesterday. It clearly wasn't. I mean, there were, there were thousands of people were affected by this mess yesterday on a Sunday of a busy travel weekend. So that's our lead story this morning, which is also the trails, trials and travails of the fat man. So anyway, I'll be back with a couple more news stories after this. Do you have a bad back, bad hips, bad knees, or any other mobility issues? Think about Scoot Around. For scooters, walkers, wheelchairs, even oxygen needs, delivered right to your cabin. Scoot Around for all your mobility needs on your upcoming cruise. Okay, so for the next 12 days I'm going to be on um, Norwegian Joy we have five ports of call 
I have two uh, C days. <clears throat> and then we do the next five days, I believe it is. One, two, three, four. Maybe it's four days. And then a C day and then Puerto Plata. But anyway, on the uh, uh, days that we are in port, <coughs> I will do a show, but it's going to be early, like today. I have no idea at this uh, at this point what my time schedule is going to be, but I'll announce it as much as I can. So just uh, just try to be with me whenever it happens. On our C days, like the next two days, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday, our C days, this, they'll be normal. They'll be 11 o'clock uh, from someplace on the ship. I haven't picked that place out yet, but, you know, I like to be out in the, in the public when I'm doing the show. So that'll happen for the next two days. All right. And then, of course, I'll probably do some live streams as well. Got a fuss at Royal Caribbean again today, folks. At least it's not Wonder of the Seas this time. It's Allure of the Seas. The April 30th sailing of Allure of the Seas. That was yesterday. Was oversold. Guests were offered several compensation options to change their travel plans. Uh, They got these options on Friday and Saturday. That's cutting it a little close, Royal Caribbean. And of course, they put out the yeah, yeah, yeah email. We're sorry to inform you that due to an unexpected inventory error, your scheduled allure of the seas April 30th sailing is currently oversold. So then what they try to do is to get people to get off the boat. But they quickly forget what we as passengers go through to get on a cruise ship. We don't live in Miami, or in this case in Galveston, where you can just, uh, okay, so I'll do another one another day. We have made travel plans. We have, and for the most part, we've bought and paid for hotel rooms. We've taken care of parking if we're driving. And we've played, paid for plane tickets. And once again, they say, oops, we sold too many tickets. This happened to be a seven-night Western Caribbean sailing out of Galveston. It wasn't even a fancy sailing. I mean, just a normal, everyday Western Caribbean cruise on a lure. And then they claim that they're offering such wonderful uh, compensation. The first option is for guests to move to the May 15th sailing of Voyager of the Seas. That's also a cruise sailing from Galveston, which that's good, but it's a five-nighter 
rather than a seven lighter. And folks, I, I'm sorry, Voyager of the Seas can't hold a candle to allure of the seas as far as the boat goes. But anyway, that's one of the options. Guests who choose that option will receive a full refund of the Lure of the Seas fare, plus $300 non-refundable onboard credit for the cruise free cruise on Voyager. So that's not a bad package. You're getting your money back. You're getting a free cruise, even though it's a five-dayer on a much lesser ship, and you're getting 300 bucks to spend. So, okay, that's a little better than they've been offering before. But clearly, they're radically different ships. And clearly, you know, the guests, I'm sorry, if somebody, if Norwegian called me today and said, ah, we're oversold, you may not be able to go, so you're going to have to make a decision here. I tell Norwegian to go to hell. Guests who preferred to remain sailing on board Allure of the Seas can shift their cruise to one of three alternative departure dates. Instead of the overbooked April 30th sailing, guests can opt for June 4th, July 9th, or July 16th departures, all of which are identical to the impacted cruise. Guests who choose to shift their sailing to a later date will have the original stateroom category price protected or reduced to the current uh, fare rate on the new departure date, whichever is lower. So they ensure the quote-unquote best deal. Because the shifted sailing date is for an identical cruise, uh, guests uh, receive no onboard credit for accepting this option. They're just screwing you at the last minute. Okay, getting you to shift to the same cruise and not giving you anything. The third option is simply to cancel the cruise altogether. Guests who will, uh, those guests will receive a 100% refund as well as a 100% future cruise credit for the cruise fare uh, valid on any Royal Caribbean sailing through April 30th, 2024. Because the cancellations are happening just days before the cruise is to set sail, Royal Caribbean is offering other other compensation for other charges. This is a quote. Regardless of which option you choose, we'll also reimburse you for non-refundable pre-purchase travel experiences ex- expenses that if you that you have incurred. <clears throat> so they're going to. Pay for that back as long as you can give them proof of payment. It must be noted that the special offer is extended to guests on the oversold cruise, but the reservations are not being forcibly canceled. In other words, they're not kicking anybody off the boat saying you can't get on it, but they're trying to lure people away. this, This whole thing just... I'm getting so frustrated and aggravated about it, folks, because it keeps happening over and over and over and over. 
Royal Caribbean needs to get their act together and cut this crap out. And it's not like, you know, I dislike Royal Caribbean. I love Royal Caribbean. But boy, I sure don't like this. And it'd be it'd be okay if it was once or twice. This is the fourth time in five months, I think, on major ships. We're not talking about some of the older ships that they don't care about. We're talking about major sailings. Come on, Royal Caribbean, get your act together. Good Lord. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, so not such good news from the Disney Wish. Come on now. Why aren't you changing uh, pages here? Dude, there we go. I couldn't get back to my script. Guests aboard the Disney Wish received letters yesterday alerting them to technical difficulties and itinerary modifications <clears throat> due to an unexpected mechanical issues. Is there ever any, do you ever not have an unexpected mechanical issues? I mean, I don't think anybody's going to sail on a boat and says, oh, we're expecting mechanical issues today. It was necessary to extend our time in port overnight. Well, I mean, there's some benefits to that. It happened to be at NASA, however. Our engineering team worked to resolve the issue. We're scheduled to depart from NASA uh, at 10 a.m. actually this morning. The ship had originally been scheduled to depart from NASA at 5.15 yesterday. The delay also caused the rescheduling of the ship's fireworks show, a, uni a unique event held aboard every Disney cruise. Fireworks cannot be launched while the ship is in port, so the show was rescheduled from Saturday evening uh, to tonight, uh, weather permitting. The nature of the unexpected medical issue, medical, mechanical issue, <clears throat> was not disclosed, but Disney Wish was able to leave Nassau yesterday uh, because the day is now a day at sea. The ship can maintain a more leisurely pace, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so just a little uh, a blimp in the radar for Disney. All right. 
couple of stories that are not so good. None of these stories today have been good, come to think about it. Passengers on a ferry boat to Orkney were, I like, I like the word, Orkney, were evacuated and taken ashore by lifeboat after the ship ran aground in a, quote, major incident, end quote. All 60 passengers, including three kids and a baby, were said to be safe and well after the accident in Scapaflow on Saturday evening. According to the privately owned Pentland Ferries, smoke was detected in the engine room of the MV Pentalina. Built in 2008, by the way. Uh, before the ship grounded close to its destination, St. Margaret's Hope Village in Orkney. By the way, folks, in case you're not familiar with that, we're talking about Scotland. MV Pentalina had, on, had only on Wednesday restarted service of the 80-minute crossing from Gills Bay across Pentland Firth to St. Margaret's Hope. Pentland Ferries and Pentalina had undergone a technical overhaul, including a full service of all four engines and generators. Today, the company said all sailings between the Scottish mainland and Orkney have been canceled. It's contacting all clients due to that are scheduled to travel. And of course, further updates will follow. And I don't want Cindy up there again. <laughs> ah, okay. So I got, I got to go back and load a, a picture that uh, the machine ate again. Wow. Can't seem to get through a show without something going awry anymore. Uh, let's see where it is. There it is. Because you, you got to see the boat. There we go. This is the spirit of Tasmania. And this is the first time, folks, that I've ever talked about the spirit of Tasmania on this show. Unfortunately, it's not the best subject in the world. A passenger on Spirit of Tasmania was reportedly died after going overboard. The body of the man was recovered from the water off of Geelong, that's Victoria in Australia, uh, Sunday evening. The crew had earlier told other passengers that he had been safely retrieved. It's understood the vessel turned around shortly after 8 p.m. while bound for Tasmania as a search for the missing man, and a head count was conducted on board. Passenger's death is not being treated as suspicious. Spirit of Tasmania Ferry is now returning to port. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up the news portion of today's show. I realize that this is unscheduled, so see if who all is in the chat room. Gretchen's here. Hi, Gretchen. Katie's with us. Emily's here. She's actually awake. Must not have drunk any wine last night, Em. Of course, everybody's speaking back and forth. There's Nikki. Today is our 47th anniversary. Hooray, hooray for the 1st of May. Wow. Happy anniversary to you and Roger. I hope you can go out someplace nice for dinner. 
That would be lovely. <clears throat> and one day soon, <clears throat> Nikki, you're going to be back sailing again. Um, happy sailings and safe travels. Thanks, Em. The Mass Cruisers here. Greetings from parts unknown. Glad to have you with us at such an ungodly hour. Um, we had two days of rain. Second day it was rain and thunderstorms. Yep. Mike's with us. Good morning, Mike. Mass Cruiser says, glad you made it to Miami safely. Yeah, I mean, it was a painful day because, you know, I ended up being on that stupid airplane for over seven hours. And I mean, I hate to be on airplanes at all. And this wasn't a nice roomy seat like I had on Spirit last time. This was, you know, the old-fashioned crushed, uh, you know, no room seating. At least the two ladies that were, I was sharing the three-way seat were relatively small. So I had, you know, a little extra room. But still, it's, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was rough. It was rough flying until we got out, you know, west of Tampa and then smoothed out some for the flight down through, basically through a good bit of the state of Florida. And then when we head back over toward Miami, it got rough again, coming across the state. So it was a, it was a dicey day for flight. But yeah, I'm glad to be in safe and sound. I, again, my plans yesterday, I'd planned to, to go out and do some exploring in Miami, which I never seemed to have the time to do. Um, I haven't, I never left the hotel. So, but I mean, that's all right. This is a pretty nice hotel. And I tell you what, uh, you know, I always, one of the major things for me is breakfast and, and hotels. Uh, my stars, what a breakfast buffet they have on in this hotel. I, I was there right at seven o'clock. I mean, it was the usual breakfast fare, but there was just so much of it. Uh, but it's fresh scrambled eggs, fresh bacon, fresh sausage. I had some potatoes. Uh, marvelous fruit selection, cheese selection. Uh, lots of pastries and croissants and things like that, which I'm actually I'm trying to stay away from uh, as much as I can. But I did uh, knock it out of the park with you know, with the eggs and bacon and sausage. But it was really, really good. So that's off to the Intercontinental. Nice. This is a nice hotel. Very nice. And again, thank you to Hot Air Tom. This is a Hot Air Tom's Doings uh, Hotel for me, so I always appreciate it. Cindy's with us. Good morning, Cindy. Cindy says it's an awful bad move on Royal Caribbean. I'm booked on the lure in November. Better not do that to me. 
Thanks, you only have to go pack and uh, watch the shows. Yes, we did talk about you this morning, uh, Cindy. Actually, I didn't talk much about you. But I missed being there. I'll tell you that. Which is, I know when you and Elizabeth get together, I know what that's like. So I just wish I had been there. We had such a fantastic time. Weather was absolutely perfect, and we did some different things than the last time I was on Carnival Horizon. Love the Havana area on that ship. That's good to know, Sam. Gretchen says, I've never been a fan of concession prize officers office offers for canceling your flight or cruise. Too many other plans have to be changed. I agree. I mean, I just, I've never, thankfully, I've never had that happen to me. But, I mean, if it did, I'd be really P.O.'d. And then what are they going to do if, if nobody takes them up on the offer? Then they're just going to kick people off? Say, sorry, uh, you can't go. I suppose. I mean, thankfully, it's not come to that on any of these. But, yeah, I just, uh, that's ridiculous. It's a cruise life is with us. Hey, guy, it's early one today. Yep. I'm going to get things processed and pack it up and head over to the port to get on the joy. I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to the joy. Um, you know, I was on the breakaway and loved that. And I'm looking forward to, to doing my thing on the Joy Course. And I'm also hosting. So I've got a, a group of people that I'll be uh, dealing with, talking to, whatever you want to call it. Uh, having a group to pal around with some, if they want. So I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Plus, there's a good possibility of me doing some excursions now, which I haven't been able to do. So, uh, I'm doing relatively well uh, with the chair. I still have a little trouble on in tight spaces as I don't. Boy, it's, it's not as easy as it looks to use a joystick. And it's mine, I assume they're all the same, but it's really touchy. I mean, you touch it at all, you're turning. So, uh, Cindy says, Elizabeth and I wish you would have been there too. We had such an enjoyable lunch, and it was my first time getting to downtown Cozumel. Yeah, they uh, they went to a different place than than uh, Elizabeth and I normally go to. Uh, so, maybe I'll try that next time. Uh, but anyway. I'm glad you guys had a good time. That's uh, two of my favorite ladies in the world right there, guys. I don't mind saying that. So, love them to death. Well, and Nick, too. But he's not a lady. So. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up. i got to get this thing processed. 
and head over to the Norwegian Joy. I'm sure I will do a live stream maybe sometime later today. And definitely uh, be uh, there for tomorrow morning's show at 11. Thanks for being with me at this god-awful early hour. And, of course, this will be posted, so everybody coming and looking for me at 11 will at least be able to find it. So that's going to wrap it up for today, guys. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising. Hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fantastic day, everybody, and I'll see you on the joy. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.